So um, it actually started three and a half years ago um, with our mom. She read an article about um, a farm that rescues horses um, called Circle A. And then they were looking for volunteers. So she, she actually rode when she was a kid. And so she decided she wanted to volunteer there. Um, and then so she started volunteering, met all the people. Then we started coming out. Um, and it was just a really fun experience. And then we, she, it was actually funny. She told, she told our dad, she's like, you know, we're going to have to rescue a horse at some point from doing this. And he, he was accepting that. So um, eventually Louie came from a Louisiana um, kill pen. And we were like, this is the right horse for us. And so we adopted Louie and then spent a bunch of time with him. And he's a really sweet horse. And then, but we saw like um, what happens at kill pens and I didn't want to make a difference. And that summer, our parents challenged, um, challenged us to do a compassion project, which is pretty much like do something to help out um, the community or whatever. And so we were like, this is perfect. We just adopted a horse. Let's do something to help the rescues. And so we started researching um, things to sell or things to um, make money so we can donate. And eventually we saw a bunch of people that are doing like DIY popsicles for the horses. And we're like, that's a great idea. It's fun. Um, and so we saw they're like, they're using carrots and um, bananas, that kind of thing. Um, but the problem with that is that they have to stay frozen. And so if you're trying to like ship or retailers and that kind of thing. So we came up with like the dried ingredients idea. So now we have the popsicles where it's all dried ingredients and then you add water to them and freeze them. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys do the whole, like, um, did your parents help you with figuring out packaging for all of these things? Like, when did your business start to get to the point where you were looking into that? Well, about 10 months ago when we officially launched and kind of it was just a small thing we were doing as a family and us two together um, to help. And then we realized like how much people loved this and the potential it had. And that's when we really started getting into those details that we hadn't thought of before. Hmm. Yeah. So it actually, we started three and a half years ago. We kind of, that was the idea when we rescued Louie. And then we kind of took a break from it. And then just this year is when we started back up and we really ran things up this summer. Hmm. So our first like really good. How much research went into this, I guess, with like the flavors and what the, the ingredients? Yeah, it, it was a lot of research in the beginning on um, what's okay for horses. Because at first we were kind of looking at everything we use is human grade ingredients that's good for them. And we kind of started out with a lot of these things. We didn't really, like we didn't hurt people feeding them. Um, like we started out with like gelatin and stuff and we kind of, got better into like the dried we have like but real bananas and carrots in them and so eventually we ended up figuring out that other barn animals and even dogs we have dogs and we never even thought of the fact we'd have another retailer tell us about that and so we kind of looked in all of our products about what we're using that they're all okay for them so did you start this just by experimenting in the kitchen and dehydrating things or how did you how did you actually start it yeah, so it started started in our house. Um, we there was a lot of things we were, we were looking at like popular flavors that other people do. So like we use like flaxseed and molasses, mm -hmm. which is them. Um, and here we this is kind of this uses a lot of the ingredients. You can see the, the dried um, carrots and flaxseed. We use oats, that kind of thing. Um, so they're very wholesome. And we just kind of we researched, tried different things out, um, tested them on our horse and other horses, and we also got feedback from other people about what they thought until we got um this flavors we have right now who added the sprinkles 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I don't remember exactly who that was, but the sprinkles kind of had like a. They're supposed to be fun. That's the whole point. It's like yeah. you're sharing. A <laughs> it's uh, a fun factor. I like it. Right. We. I have one here. I haven't used mine yet. I have one here though. I can't wait. I have the. Um, I have the carrots, glazed carrots. The glazed carrot, yep. So yeah, that's like the flavors are fun too. Like glazed carrot, like we have a cake flavor. Like it's that kind of thing. It's not like it's fine for them. It's not like it's cake, but it's a fun flavor and people enjoy it. Do you guys have a best-selling flavor? Um, It's probably our Nana Oats flavor. Um, That one has our oats, turmeric, um, dried bananas, and flat, oh no, but yeah. That, that's the one that we kind of, it was one of our original flavors. Peppermint was our first one. And that was kind of our original design for horses one. But right now, Nin Oats has been our big seller. Huh. Um, so I don't know if there's like a good answer to this, but have you guys seen like your horses uh, like prefer one flavor over the other? Like have yeah. you guys been able to notice We When we started out with the carrot one, place carrot, um, that was probably his favorite. We, uh, whenever he knows that when we open up the freezer, he's, his ears perk up. He gets all uh, excited because he knows what's coming. Aww. Same, like we can say, like you want a happy pop, and all of a sudden that does start jumping um, all around the house. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. That is cute. Um, so what? Um, well, I guess we never even introduced you guys, I guess, and your names. So do you want to tell us your names and what grade you're in um, and kind of your hobbies? Yeah, um, my name is Meryl Schmidt. Um, I'm in, I'm a freshman um, and I play bass guitar. Um, I do a lot of playing. I play, I have my own band that um, I have with some friends and we actually play gigs around. So I do that and also play at my church um, in the church band. And then I play baseball um, in high school. Um, I'm Owen Schmidt. I'm in seventh grade. Uh, I play electric guitar and I play in the church band um, there. Um, I also play baseball and basketball on travel teams. And I used to do Taekwondo. Oh, Taekwondo. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. Um, So how do you guys balance running a business and, you know, doing all of your activities? Um, at first, it was a little bit hard um, with a lot of the things we do, um, a lot of communication um, didn't start out when we were first doing it. And but we kind of we started to find a balance on when we had to do it, some sacrifices, times when usually we're doing something else, but we knew it was something that would be really helpful. And it really ended up paying off for this last year. And now we work um, really well collectively in getting everything done. And that's, that's a big part. You have to, part of running a business is, I mean, you have to make sacrifices, especially um, with the schedule we have. But when you like what you're doing, like the horses, like the product, it's really, if you're okay making those sacrifices for the business. So what are your roles now as compared to like what, when you first started? Well, um, right now we definitely want to um, donate um, even more and double everything, um, all of our sales and donations that we've done. We did um, $5,500 of donations last year. Wow. All that um, this year, getting more rescue partners and help them. So, uh, we, we, take, we have like our roles in the business, like I'm the CFO, the chief financial officer. So I do like when we have meetings every week, um, board meetings. So I like present the, um, 
like the profit and loss in the um, reports. And then Owen's the COO, the chief op operations manager. So he does a lot of like the um, making the pops and inventory and that kind of thing. And then our mom does a lot of the social media and marketing because um, she, she doesn't want us on social media yet. Okay. Yeah. And our dad does, um, yeah, he does a lot of the tech stuff. So you guys started this right off the bat with board meetings and uh, titles and everything. I mean, this is a very serious venture for you. So who helped you to get that planned where you guys were um, so serious about it and it wasn't just like a hobby? Yeah, so um, when we started, a lot of the big thing is like other people, other businesses. So like Kids in Biz was um, something that our mom ran into or they're helping like um, kids with businesses. And so that really, because we, none of us have ever done a business before. It's hard, like the navigating. So they definitely helped us to work through the steps. How do you get started and that kind of thing and making this a serious thing. Um, so we can also help others. Very cool. <laughs> this is pretty, pretty um, inspiring. I mean, that you can just start with something, never having a background in business. We've always grown up around business. Like uh, my, my dad had an electronics store before we even started. Uh, my mom and dad started Ram horse fencing installs. And then the girls have always grown up in it. So you mm -hmm. guys didn't even have that experience at all. But now you have have all of these things laid out. And did you have to put a business plan together, too? Yeah, we've been working on that actually right now, making that um, better and developing because it's, I mean, it's important to, um, and also if you're, we're talking about like, if we need investors, uh, we have to have a business plan to be ready for that. Currently we have a business decision we're working on making because we've had, um, one of our big challenges is producing and manufacturing them. We've had so many orders um, recently that we can't actually keep up with them and it's limiting us how much we can promote them and share them. Mm -hmm. and ultimately our nation so we're um a big thing that we're um, working with their business plan is for um getting a co-packer and someone help make them uh for us but also um we've been looking at uh, a company that has handicapped people that will um, make them if they can't do other jobs so that's a big step we're working on mm -hmm. and we're excited to be helping those people yeah that's awesome. Like, I'm so proud of you guys. This is so cool. <laughs> um, so obviously we're a family and we work together um, and we have issues. So <laughs> sometimes it's really good and really fun. But like other sometimes times it's hard. It's hard. So what do you guys think about like working with one another and um, how has that impacted your relationship? First, it was pretty rough um, about, um, like, I thought you were doing that. I thought you were doing that. But we, um, we've gotten a lot better as a family and as brothers of our communication and getting roles so we know what everyone's doing. And I think it's helped our family. It, yeah, it's a great relationship. It's cool. Especially when you have, like, the half of is one thing we all kind of share. And so we can work on it together. Um, it's, just, it's, it's fun. Yeah. What do your friends think of you guys owning a business? <laughs> it's actually, it's funny. Um, I mean, they're, they're really cool. They're actually some of our best promoters um, in school. Like I remember there was one day where I, I don't, I was talking about it with one of our friends, with one of my friends and um, he shared the web, he looked on his school Chromebook up the website and then a bunch of people came over and then all of the entire class was looking up the website and talking about it. And it was like, it, it's, it's cool. Cause I mean, there's not a lot of kids that have their own businesses. And so um, 
hopefully also we're inspiring other kids to do it too because it's really fun my friend told me today he was going to be an investor once we start <laughs> so the design that you have here who who came up with the design did you guys all do that together as a family or how did that come about well, our mom is a graphic designer, so she's done a lot of um, all of the uh, our designs, logos, and all that. Because she she uh, went to school for all that, so she's been really good at helping us with all of our designs. Yeah, and so she does a lot of designing, and then of course she we check she checks in with us and um, to make sure we all agree with it and we talk about it. Um, but the goal is like the logo and the colors. It's all supposed to um, kind of share happy is our slogan, so it's supposed to all be about um happiness and fun hmm. but yeah and our logo was based off louie that was our image <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cute um so how did you guys get into riding have you guys been doing it since you were just little you know going to the barn no i mean um we um really hadn't seen horses very much until um circle a and her mom there but we kind of really got connected with the horses there um, with Louie. We got him. He was so sweet. And that's part of the reason we really wanted to do this because the fact that he could have been killed for me was just, just a terrible thought for us. And now how happy he is, you know, riding him and being with him, it was um, one of the main reasons we started. But, uh, yeah, we, we started, we, we was all because of Circle A, and that's how we got connected with the horse world. Yeah, so now, like, our mom, she rode um, when she was a kid, so that's why she wanted to do this, and now, so we, we go out there all the time, and we don't, like, we don't show, but it's just, like, being with Louie, riding and trotting, just that kind of thing. Okay. What discipline are you? What discipline? What, do you ride English, Western? Oh, we're Western. Western, okay. Right, Western. All right. Are you guys looking at getting any more horses, or just Louie? Louis enough for now. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, we haven't looked into that, but um, it'd be I think it's definitely a possibility. Like our our parents um are thinking about living in Charlottesville and getting their own farm once we go off to college, um, and having more horses. So it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Do you have any advice for kids um around your age that want to start a business? I'd say a really important part is um, networking, especially when you're starting, um, surrounding yourself with people that have done the things that you want to do and being able to um, give you advice um, to help you out along the way, because, I mean, you're going to face struggles and that kind of thing. And if you have people there that um, like whether it's retailers for us um, that have helped us a lot or kids in biz, that kind of thing that can help you um, navigate through those challenges. We've had one retail partner who had completely expanded us they expanded us to dogs and other barnyard because originally we were actually happy horse pops and we were only for horses and then we expanded to dogs and other barn animals. They, um, they've given us so much advice and we've really grown a ton because of some of our uh, retail partners and then they've done. Hmm. And then uh, something else that um, we've learned is that um, sometimes it's like making the sacrifices on sometimes is, um, Maybe the time is a little hard, but um, it really pays off. And for something you love, it's really something that we really care about doing. And it really helps us move forward. Yeah, like Friday nights used to be like um, family time, movie and pizza. Now it's still family time, but it's working on Happy Pops. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, it's, it's, we really enjoy it. So, yeah. A lot of times, those are the times that we expand the most when we do stuff where we wouldn't have usually been doing it. And that's been a huge help for us. So do you feel like there's a time when you all have to say to one another, like, we can't talk about the business tonight or we have to take a break because it can almost be all the time. It's just such a normal conversation to start having. Have you guys experienced that yet? Um, right. There there have been times where you spent too much, like we've been up till one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning trying to um, get something done. And there's, we have to like, just be like, Take, we'll take a break from it. We'll come back together because we're starting to get a little frustrated. But, um, I mean, that's how we get better and we learn from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what have you been, like, your big accomplishments through doing the business? Have there, like, have you guys hit your goals, you know, and then you got really excited? Or what does that look like? Well, we hit, a, um, in the last 10 months when we officially launched, we hit a, our five-figure mark um, last year. And that was a big accomplishment for us. And that kind of was really eye-opening for us. We didn't, and it really showed us um, how much we can grow and like how much we can really do with this and help. And um, we have um, some things. We've, um, in the last year, we've hit, gone to 15 retailers, which has really kind of validated us and like kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've had new flavors throughout the year and, um, um, we've had, we have nine retail partners now, and that's really, um, nine, nine rescues, you know? nine rescues. Yeah. and, um, that's kind of really driven us and it's kind of showed us what we can do as a business. Yeah. And for the rescues, those are, those are horse rescues and dog rescues. And then, so if rescues talk, come to us and say, um, we want we just force and we'll go, um, go to the rescue, um, check them out. And then, um, every quarter we, pass out the money. And then you can also, on our website, you can designate which rescue you want to um, support. So if you, you come from rescue or you really like one of those, you can actually select a rescue and then give the percentage of the profits or of the sales um, straight to them. And what percentage of your sales goes to the rescues? 10%. 10%. To all sales, yes. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so we have on um, Facebook and Instagram, um, which is at Share Your Happy Pops. And then we also have a website, um, www.shareyourhappypops.com. And then, um, I mean, like, if you want to email us at um, urock at shareyourhappypops.com, like, um, we'd be happy to talk. Um, if you want, if, like, kids, if they want advice about starting a business or that kind of thing. Yeah, very Awesome. Cool. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll enter our next segment, Canter Banter. Do you love horses and live the equestrian lifestyle? Be sure to check out our brand new blog at www.yourhorsefarm.com. We publish three posts per week and feature a free printable equine checklist every month. Yourhorsefarm.com is a great equine online resource, so be sure to share with all the horse lovers in your life. And remember, laugh much and ride often. This podcast is brought to you by Ram Horse Fencing and Stalls, the one-stop shop for your horse farm. Ram is family-owned and operated and has been in business for over 30 years. We welcome you to call in and speak with an expert about your next project today at 866-653-8984. Again, that's 866-653-8984. Um, so recently after we got Louie, we moved to a new barn that was closer to us, and they had a pond there. And so kind of the thing was that you can um, 
take take the horse bear back into the pond and um, ride around and it's it's supposed to be it feels really good it's a fun experience so um we were uh, my mom and i were out there one time and she was with bluey bareback and he was doing really well he went in and he was acting um he's acting great and so she was in there for a while and then she came out and she's like do you want do you want to try it out and this was maybe my third or fourth time ever riding <laughs> but i was like i mean he's doing great sure i'll do it and so i got on him bareback and we were going towards um the pond and he was fine he wasn't sidestepping or anything and then at the last second um, going into the pond he was like nope and turned around and completely can't like full canter it might have been a gallop straight across the field and i was bareback <laughs> dear life um and then eventually <laughs> he got to the other side of the field stopped and started eating grass and i just remember being like holy cow what just happened <laughs> you made it you but, made it you stayed on <laughs> and um but and then afterwards remembering and i was just like that was actually just a great feeling and just going fast i, I was scared to death but it, it was <laughs> and then so i mean i keep i kept riding it didn't stop me very yeah, that's very awesome. good and then he has a similar story kind of yeah actually. so it's a similar thing it was I think it was our first lesson. We did group lessons at our new horse barn. And so I was on this horse, Cash. I had never ridden him before. And it was going well at first. I was really nervous just being, because, you know, it's the first time around them, they're big. And I was like 10 or nine. And so um, I get up on him. And so we get in the ring. And I'm extremely nervous. I'm kind of terrified. Um, we're just, you know, we're just walking around. And then all of a sudden, he just stops and starts like his legs, he's like twitching his legs, his, he's um, shaking his head and he's um, tails going up and down. And so I'm starting to freak out because I have no clue what this means. I have no clue what's going on. And then all of a sudden he like drops his knees and starts to roll. Oh and he's going down. I've never, I've never really, I don't do. I'm like, bail, 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 bail. <laughs> the instructor turns around and she, she's yelling me for me to jump off. And so I push off, I land on the ground, and I run to the other end of the ring, trying as far away. I turn around, and he's just rolling all over in the um, sand, and, like, there's, like, no sand there anymore. And I'm kind of just thinking, like, what was happening if I was under there? Right. <laughs> I was I was terrified. I was like, that could have been bad. <laughs> um, we went back. I got up on another horse. But the rest of the ride, I was basically just sitting there still, <laughs> very cautious. But um, same thing. Eventually, we I um got back on and continued riding. But that was a very scary experience. Oh, that was so funny. I had a similar experience with my first ride on a horse. But it was just that the pony was old and we took this long ride and came back and same thing, just buckled down. But mine was just sitting. So it just it just laid down like it was tired. So I thought I think that's so funny. It is a very scary experience when they start doing it and you're on top of them and it's your first ride. So yeah. <laughs> especially first lesson. You're like, what? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's so much fun. Yeah. Do you guys ride regularly now or how often do you guys get to ride? We do ride pretty regularly. I wish we got out there more because um, we're pretty busy. But um, we do go out and ride um, around Penn a little bit with mom. And uh, it's a fun experience being out there. Yeah. Very right. cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank, thank you. you guys so much.
We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast and encourage you to share with all your equestrian family and friends. You can tune into the Late Night Riders podcast show every Friday night. Each episode will be uploaded exclusively on YouTube where you can subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with all of our latest shows. Do you have a topic you'd like us to discuss? We want to hear from you. You may email us at podcast at or feel free to leave a comment below. Thank you again for listening.